Welcome to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm John McNeil, and I use my knowledge of fitness, psychology, philosophy, and mindset to help you achieve your fitness goals. Join me each weekday as I discuss a new topic related to achieving the appropriate health and fitness mindset. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fitness Ethos Podcast. I'm your host, John McNeil. And today, I want to talk about how to start your fitness journey. Now, anytime I see this topic talked about on social media or, you know, just any any basic article you can find on Google just through a simple search of how to start your fitness journey, they're going to lay out like 40 different things for you to do. Like it'll involve, you know, eating, you know, tracking your food, eating this much fiber, eating this much protein, getting this much cardio, lifting weight, like it'll lay out a bunch of different things, which don't get me wrong. Those are valid things to help along your fitness journey. Like you should get into weightlifting at some point. You should improve your cardiovascular fitness. You should understand what you're putting into your body, at least on a macro level. Hell, even in the micro level, there's a lot of things you should do on your fitness journey. But in terms of starting it, the thing I'd argue the most is it, it, there's not a specific step. The, how to start your fitness journey is just to do something, anything, as long as it's sustainable and you can keep doing it. So let, let's, what's the first step of any journey? Like, let's say you're climbing a fucking staircase. What happens if you try to skip to the last step? You probably, if you just imagine, like it's a, it's a 10 stair staircase and you're at the very bottom. How are you going to get to the top? You're probably going to climb it one step at a time. If you try to jump to the 10th stair, you're probably going to eat shit around stair five, bash your shins, and give up trying. And that's what we all, that's what a lot of people do with fitness is they don't do it sustainably. They don't take it one step at a time. They try jumping straight to that 10th stair and they can't handle the fact that, okay, wait, I'm having to do this much stuff. They don't have, like, if you're not doing anything, if you're sitting on the couch all day, watching TV and you're trying to go from that to someone with 4% body fat and you know six pack abs, huge biceps, whatever the case may be. You don't just go from that previous couch potato to that person. There's a lot of steps in between to get you into the habits and the consistent routines that allow you to get to that state of mind. And most people shouldn't be there, but the key is, is taking any step. So for that couch potato, it could be going, and this is one of the my favorite things that uh, I think it's from the Bell Brothers. They talk about going on 10 minute walks after your meals. And what that'll do is it helps curb the blood sugar spike and helps satiate your hunger a bit more. So that would be the first step in my opinion. After you eat, get up and go for a 10 minute walk around the block. I mean, who can't do that? Like it, it, it requires a lot of excuses to not be able to get up and do three 10 minute walks a day. Like it, really, if you can't fit that into your schedule, you're making too many excuses. So do something like that, build up from it. Once that becomes a habit, okay, maybe now instead of having my sugary cereal for breakfast, you, you work on putting, getting some protein in there. If you get protein 
uh, in your breakfast, studies have shown that you have a less of a blood sugar response throughout the day. So have some eggs, have, you know, get some bacon in there, eat some protein, do something that will satiate you and set you up for success throughout the day and then continue to build from there. I mean, it's as simple as that. It's, it's not a matter of just saying, okay, I'm a couch potato today. Tomorrow, I'm going to be that shredded fitness model. Like it, it doesn't just happen like that. Your mindset just doesn't shift like that unless, you know, some major event happens. Maybe if you have a heart attack, yeah, may, maybe you can go from that couch potato to at least someone with more of a fitness minded mentality. But I don't think any of us want to wait around having waiting to have a heart attack before we realize, oh, shit, I need to get in shape. I think most of us would rather be in shape and avoid that heart attack altogether. So that's the point is, look, we, I talked about this before and, and don't be, uh, be the, be the tortoise, not the hare. I talked about it in that podcast where we, we tend to, we want to rush to the end, but the more we rush, the farther away the end becomes because we don't develop those habits that will set us up for success later. It's like someone winning the lottery right now, as I record this, the lottery is over a billion dollars. So if someone wins that, yeah, they're going to be a billionaire but they don't have the billionaire mindset. They don't have the strategies, the the ability to manage that money the way like an Elon Musk would because he did all the work to earn that money. But whoever is gonna win this lottery, they are essentially skipping all the steps of learning how to manage their money, how to invest it. And they're just going to have billions of dollars, a billion dollars to spend and I don't remember the exact statistic, but the vast, vast majority of people who win the lottery end up bankrupt. Same with professional athletes. People who get to that end goal without having an idea of how they got there, they're not setting themselves up for success in the long term. Like they may get that result, like shifting back to the fitness. Like, yeah, if someone feels really bad about themselves and they really want to make an improvement, maybe they can. Maybe that couch potato can get to that shredded six pack person they want to be. But keeping it, that's a whole different story. I've talked about it before, but the amount of people that lose 20 pounds or more and keep it off forever, it's like 10% of the people. Because I was one of those. I, I would lose 20 pounds, be like, look at me, I'm so good, I'm in shape, I'll never be unhealthy again. Year later, look down, oh shit, I've gained 50 pounds. Like, It's very easy to do when you don't have the appropriate habits and routines in place. Like I'm working out less now than I did, but I have better habits in place to allow me to maximize my efforts in the gym and outside of the gym to make me the best version of myself. But I didn't start this way. I didn't start waking up at 5.30 and going on a 30 minute walk with my dog and then doing a cold shower before work. If I had started that way when I was waking up at 9 a.m. only doing comfortable warm showers <laughs> and just all of a sudden switch there, like I'm gonna make excuses not to do it. I'm waking up three and a half hours earlier than I want to, and I'm taking a cold shower. Like, why would I do that stuff unless I build it up? Now I've built it up to where it's part of my routine, and I do it daily even if I want to or not. It just becomes part of your routine after a while, but you have to build up to it. I didn't love going to the gym at first. I enjoyed it, but I didn't know what I was doing. So I continued going, learning, and building from there. And if you continue to do that, if you take it one step at a time, you'll be a completely different person before you know it. Because yeah, you'll start start by walking 10 minutes after meals and you probably won't notice that much from it. Like you may notice a little bit of weight loss if you're really that 
if you really don't move around that much. But it'll make you feel better about yourself. You're accomplishing a goal you have for health and fitness. And if you're consistently accomplishing that goal, well, why not add something? Like I said, the breakfast example, or maybe it could be going to the gym once a week, but slowly building up, making sure you develop the basics, make sure you develop the fundamentals of health and fitness. Because if you don't develop those at first, it's like, I mean, it's like any sport. If you don't learn how to field a ground ball, in baseball, you're not going to be able to do one of those fancy Derek Jeter throws. You got to learn how to field the ball first and do the basics before you can do the advanced stuff. So learn how to do the basics. Take your time. Like I always say, health and fitness is a lifetime journey and it's highly individualized. So take your first step. That's all I'm asking you to do right now. Start your health and fitness journey by taking the first step. Go on a walk. Add some vegetables to your diet. Do something simple that won't impact your life negatively so that you can continue to do it day after day. And as you start to feel better about yourself, more like that healthy individual that you want to be, you can continue to add habits that that healthy individual would do. So keep working on that. Take the first step, really master that step and continue to build from there. So that's all I have for you guys today. Once again, I'm John McNeil, and this has been the Fitness Ethos Podcast. Thanks, everyone.